Okay, Diction Detective, why don't you start us off by telling me how you said Diction Detective. Reporter. <laughs> Reporter, what is your quick summary of pages 170 to 246? Um, let's see here. The way on how people reacted on the guy game, game shot was dramatic, mm-hmm. sadness, and heart racing. And brings a lot of crap okay, so let, to the story. So let's just kind of summarize like what we read. Like there was a lot of important parts like um, May Mayor stealing the car, Arturo getting fired from his job and like that family struggling with finding an income. Hi Dan. Um, so what else happened? Maribel's progress with her her healing kind of slowed down when they told Mayor that he couldn't go see her anymore because like he was one of the sole reasons that she was getting better. Yeah, she kind of fell into a sort of depression. Yeah. And I think also, here I'll get some Diction Detective in here. I have a quote from where it's um, Arturo and um, Mirabelle's mom talking about her healing process. And so it's, oh wait, just kidding. (laughs) The doctor said her brain can heal, but they warned her she would never be the same again. And so I underlined she would never be the same again because I feel like the importance of that is that Alma has to come to accept that she's not fully going to recover and that she has to like realize that personally, like it wasn't her fault what happened to Mirabelle. And I feel like she's blaming that on herself. She's blaming that a lot on herself, but I feel like the only reason she's blaming herself because uh, Arturo kind of like made it seem like it was her, and like mm-hmm. she's now adding on like to her guilt with his added words. And I don't think he realized what he did to her. But. Mm-hmm. And especially because the reco- Mirabelle's recovery is kind of slowing down. You know, she's seeing some bumps and like facing depression, and that's like. And her family's already in, like, a really rough patch right now, so that's not going to help with, like, Arturo searching for his job, Alma, like, learning English, like, she dropped out of the classes at the community center or wherever she was speaking then. I think it mentions that Alma apologizes to Arturo, saying it's my fault she fell, and Arturo's like, well, why do you think that? And so we kind of figure out that it's kind of been a not-on-purpose um, sort of thing where she thought he felt like that, but he didn't actually. Yeah, Arturo wasn't accusing Alma of like it being her fault while Alma was like internalizing it and taking the blame herself for her daughter's injury and like the struggles they're facing. So I feel like Alma has like a lot of pressure on her, even though other people don't see it because she feels like she's the reason her family has like had to move to America to start over for her daughter, which she feels like she has all started. Yeah. Um, going back to uh, the quote where it says Maribel will never be the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's one reason why Mayor is like better at helping her heal because he doesn't have a before to compare her to. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's just seeing progress as it is. And he's like, whoa, you know, this is nice. But whereas um, Alma and Arturo are sort of like, oh, that's good, but it's not this yet. And also the quote about Alma will never be the same again is actually coming from Arturo, not the doctor. And in this discussion, Alma was like, the doctor didn't say that. And he's like, yes, well, he implied that you'd never be the same. 
so there still is some hope like especially for major like connecting with her on like a more personal level you know yeah and like whenever they're talking about her and her like progress they never yeah they never really uh talk like they're not really positive about it they're always like yeah sure she's making progress but they're not she's not going to be what she was and I feel like they just have to get over it because, like, there's nothing they could do to change it now. And that's why I think her relationship with Major or Mayor is so, like, helpful for her because, like Fiona said, he hasn't seen them before, but he still cares for her, like, in her current state. And, like, he's helping her grow. She's helping him, like, come out of his comfort zone socially and, like, make new friends, new experiences. (laughs) (laughs) So... So, um, we got some questions. Do we think Garrett will come into play more? He's had some big moments where it's he's done some things that are kind of like, whoa, that's not cool. Um, mm-hmm. But do you think he'll come into play more towards the end of the story? Or I think will Garrett will come in towards more. I mean, will join into like the story in the future because like now that there's so much like drama with major and like his parents celia and them i feel like he's going to like step it up and like be part of the family you know maybe make some bad decisions (laughs) (laughs) but we haven't read that far (laughs) yeah but um yeah so i have a quote i I didn't get the pages on but i think it's a really important theme that we need to go over so people do what they have to do in this life we have to get from one end wait we try to get from one end of it to the other with dignity and honor. And I think this was talking about like, it sounds like a really positive message, like because the diction and like the word choice is dignity and honor and like survival, I feel like, but it's also giving like kind of a negative tone, like especially reaching out to like Garrett, which is like, you can like take whatever means necessary just to like reach your goal. And I feel like that also gives kind of a negative message. Yeah, Garrett, He's going through a lot with himself right now and his dad because I feel like I don't remember exactly, but remember he said that he his dad hadn't been home for like three days, like the school threatened to call home, mm-hmm. and he's just going through a lot of his own demon stuff right now. It still it doesn't give him the excuse to do what he has done, but he's probably never had that role model growing up teaching mm-hmm. him how to be right, like correct and moral value ways. Yeah, well. I kind of don't want to use my third quote right now, but it fits in really well because like the way that Major and Garrett's dad is like such a strong influence on their life and he's kind of not a positive role model for them. So I quoted a little dialogue between him and Major, Mayor. Um, So Mayor like got in a fight with his parents and he's like, what did I do? And um, what's the father's name? Mayor's father goes, that's how you answer me. When I say go to your room, you go. And then Celia was like, Mayor, you stay where you are. Like, we're having a conversation. And so, like, you can just see all the tension that's, like, built up with this family. It's like, I've actually experienced that with my parents. We're like, they want to talk. Like, my mom wants to talk to me, but my dad's like, oh, go to your room. And it's like, it's really stressful for the kids. And, like, it's just, it's not fair. Yeah, because when parents fight, and especially in, like, Latin American culture, I feel like the kids are really, like, involved in it. Because there's a lot of pressure put on kids to, like, succeed and, like, like his soccer. Yeah, especially in soccer. And Mayor is kind of not reaching up to his father's standards in soccer, but his father doesn't realize that like he's an 
that Mayor is grown up as an American and faces other challenges other than soccer. Maybe it's not like his, his body is like not physically inclined for soccer. Like he maybe yeah. he can do something else. Like he doesn't have to be soccer. Yeah, he can do science or something. Yeah. I think a common theme that shows up in not just this book, but kind of many books is parents having unreal expectations of their children and also kind of a miscommunication of no one really sits down and says, okay, I don't want to do this. That is very true. And I feel like that's a common theme, like in American culture, of parents having really high expectations for their children. Hey, Adam. How's it going? (laughs) Like having really high expectations for their children and like, children are raised with this pressure on top of them and this is something that mayor is facing and so did garrett but garrett kind of took it in a different way because he happened to be good at soccer and happened to please his father and it was all up to luck yeah and that brings us like right back to the beginning of the story when mayor was in the locker rooms and that was like the first time we saw garrett is after a soccer time like not the first time we saw him because we saw him at the gas station but first time we saw him interact with Mayor was in the locker rooms after soccer practice. Mm-hmm. All right, so, um, so Mayor has been grounded and based on what we've seen so far, how do you think he'll respond to that? Like, does he seem like the kind of person who uh, goes and abides by the laws of his grounding. You know, I highly doubt you it. You know, normally though, I'd say in the beginning of the book, Mayor is the kind of guy to accept his consequence, be like, okay, like, I'm so sorry, like, I'll go practice my soccer and, like, I'll go do my homework, like, I'm sorry. Because he, like, takes a lot of shit from, like, bullies and his parents and his brother. But now that we've gotten to know him better and he's, like, developed this relationship with Mirabelle, I feel like that he could step out of his comfort zone and, like, do something other than what his parents say. I feel like Maribel, like, it's, he, Maribel's really good for Mayor, but she's also bad in a way that he doesn't listen and he doesn't respect, his, like, her parents' wishes and his parents' wishes when it comes to that. And he, like, he took her, her car and everything. Like, he, he's done, like, progressively got worse throughout the story. And also took it during a snowstorm. Yeah, it's, but he's just, like, he like like loves her so much that he'd do anything for her. Yeah, and I feel like a little rebellion for like Mirabelle and Mayor, who are both such like introverted, like good kids. Like I feel like it's healthy for them to step out of their comfort zone and like make new experiences, like build their connection more because they're really there for each other. Yeah, and I feel like both of them need. Yeah, I feel like Mayor's gotten slowly more reckless, kind of, as the story goes on. He stopped going to soccer practice as, like, an act of rebellion, and then, you know, stealing the car and sneaking out. And I wonder if this, like, because he's always, he has such strict parents, his dad mainly, is, like, it rebellion against his parents? He Is he finally tired of, like, putting up with that? Or is it kind of natural? So it would have happened like- anyway. A really good question to summarize that is like what is his reason for rebellion like what is causing him to do this but i'd say it isn't about rebelling against his parents it's more about like being independent he and feels like con- learning i feel like himself. he feels contained mm-hmm. and he doesn't want to feel contained anymore and like we also noticed that he also maribel with him paying so much attention to her he almost lost his only friend at school because mm-hmm. they stopped talking completely <laughs> And then, yeah, and then he, they were, that was a big thing. So mm-hmm. he's just. I like the word choice there of feeling contained. And I think Maribel has kind of been a way for him to feel less con- 
self-contained and open up and be himself more and that kind of sparks a revolution like hey i don't have to be contained all the time i can be myself Mm -hmm. and i feel like especially for mirabelle i mean they both benefit from it i mean a little recklessness might come with this relationship but that's healthy because mirabelle especially in her healing process like needs an outlet and needs somebody to talk to because i feel like when she's around her parents she's not as extroverted even though she trusts them she like doesn't go out of her way to like communicate with them i feel like she knows that they're disappointed that they're never going to get her back because she said it herself i'm never going to be the same mm-hmm. so which I, means she consciously yeah, knows what's and it's on. a lot it's probably a lot for her to be around them and like not understand why it, it's not going to be the same anymore and mm-hmm. it's not fair to her do you think our perception of the whole story would kind of differ if we had point of view chapters from Maribel's point of view yeah i just noticed that yeah. we never had point of view chapters from Maribel. that's a really yeah, we good only get point, point, of view, <laughs> get point of view from all yeah i mean the two and from like Mayor, and they are i think those are the two main characters which is kind of interesting because Where they're such perspective opposites but I feel like in the beginning of the story, Maribel's maybe mind wasn't as put together as um, as it would be to in order to give us a. Or a also, point of view. though, I feel like her mind might not have been like as centered, and like she wouldn't have like been as conscious about what's happening. But I feel like on the inside, she has just as much knowledge as she did before. She's just using it in a different way than she is now. Because, I mean, physically, she hasn't really gotten better, but, like, mentally, she's improving a lot, like, socially. I bet if we had point of view chapters from Maribel, half the questions we're asking wouldn't have been even asked. Because, mm-hmm. what basically, we're, like, the whole story is kind of based around Maribel, and, like, they moved to the United States because of Maribel, and it's just, if we had a point of view chapter from her, it would be really nice. I'm guessing only a quarter of the questions would be answered. Yeah. And I think that would also, I mean, I would have liked to have a chapter from her point of view. I think um, even just wondering how it would be, like, written, mm-hmm. would it be like she means to say one thing, but she can't really piece it together? Or would it kind of be like the chapter is difficult to read and you can't really follow thoughts because that's how our mind trails on But what I imagine it would be is, I, I mean, I haven't had much experience, like, talking to, like, somebody in her situation. But I would imagine she has really fluid thought. She just doesn't know how to express it. So yeah. I feel like she's actually really smart and like intellectual. She just doesn't have the like the knowledge, the capability, and like the mental capability to like express what she's thinking. Because she is like you could tell she's following what everyone's saying and she understands it because she writes it down in a little notebook. Mm-hmm. So she has to be understanding and <laughs> and interpreting everyone's thoughts and feelings. I feel like she knows what she's thinking. Mm-hmm. And she might not, like, physically know what's going on. Like, why did I move to America? Like, she doesn't, like, get that. Like, why am I at this new school? Like, why is, like, this guy touching me, you know? Yeah. Like, some of that might be kind of hard for her to understand. But I feel like conceptually she can put the pieces together and, like, get an understanding of what's going on. Because if she couldn't, I feel like that would be expressed in, like, fear or anger or something. Yeah. Which she's very calm and, like, put together. I wish I was that calm. Yeah. <laughs> Me too. I would think before you wish. <laughs> okay, I was the artist, so I drew this. It's not good, but 
it's Mayor sitting in his room. And this is right oh, right the soccer ball. Yeah. It's right after school called home and it was like you need to come in. Like they uh, the school not had the conference with his parents. So this is like right before uh his parents found out about him getting in a fight with Garrett. And I feel like that's really significant because after they found out, like it was like a slam and it like a lot of things changed. He couldn't go see Maribel and that caused him to sneak out, steal the car. Pretty much that's a reference <laughs> zero to a hundred. Yeah, this like this is like the turning point in the story. But also I feel like it shows character that his parents wouldn't let him go see Mirabelle and so he goes anyway. But really he's not doing anything wrong because he's following his heart. He's following his heart. Yeah. I mean his parents are the ones restricting him from something that's like pretty reasonable. Like even if he was reckless around her, like he has a friend now and like embrace that. Like she's obviously not a harmful person. Yeah. yeah. I feel like um so Mayor's older brother was like superstar and um Mayor was, you know, a good kind of quiet kid but i feel like his parents don't know how to react to this new rebellious person and yeah. so they tend to be way over overreacting you know mm. you are banned from all this no 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 when which is what i wouldn't expect because i mean after raising like this superstar kid i mean he's probably out partying you know with his soccer buddies so like i feel like they would have better parenting techniques but they're not really used to this new, like, quiet, like, very depressed, obviously. Like, he's struggling. And, like, they don't know how to react to that, especially um, uh, Mayor's father, who is, like, such a, like, go get him. Like, you have to do what I say. And he just doesn't know how to react. I feel like Enrique had a lot more freedoms than Mayor did. Because we didn't really get to see it in, like, in Enrique's life. But his dad probably favor Enrique as a child because he was good at soccer. Didn't we have one he had, had, Enrique? Yeah, and he had he had the um, he had the cute girlfriend. Yeah, and it was just I feel like Enrique probably had more freedoms when it came to all that. I remember Enrique's story, and I remember him talking about how he really had no one to teach him. Like his dad was like this abusive alcoholic or something who like left him right. And so he had to learn all of his lessons from himself and, like, fighting through, like, poverty, like, making his own connections and friends. And, like, that's how he ended up in the United States, like, with his, like, great wife. Enrique <laughs> like, is Mayor's brother. Oh, wait, I was talking about his dad. <laughs> okay, yeah. That's how, yeah, that's how that happened. He, he met, um, her name's Celia, right? Yeah. He met Celia and they moved here. I feel like Enrique and his dad are very much alike. Yeah. yeah. But Mayor and his dad are very yeah, different. They're like opposites. Yeah, and I feel like that's one of the reasons that like Mayor um, like didn't doesn't connect to them because they're kind of off doing their own thing. Like they have that connection. Like they have the same goals and like strategies for achieving stuff. And Mayor is like more of like an introverted, like different personality. American, you know, he knows different things. A complete polar opposite. I think. Um, since his dad's life experiences are just so different, like even they're just so different in every way, you know, introvert, extrovert kind of thing, but then also, you know, where they grew up, how their life has gone, you know, the situations they've encountered. 
and I, I just don't think they have common ground, which makes it really difficult for them to successfully communicate. And because it's also like those experiences and those hard choices you have to make that your life that build your personality and like your strategy when like approaching problems and they grew up in like such different cultures, communities and like environments. So like obviously they have different like oh sweet we hit twenty. 